Love your customers. Love your customers, my friends. Love your customers more than you love your listing presentation. Love your customers more than you love your business. Love your customers more than you love your franchise. Love your customers more than anything else. And I'm going to say to you, listen to me carefully, treat people at the end of the relationship like it's the beginning and it will never end, my friends. Did you understand what I just said that? Picture this, you sell a property to a buyer, you show up at the final inspection before settlement and you say to the buyer, by the way, Mr. Buyer, I want to let you know, whilst today is the final inspection before settlement, I want you to know, for me, the relationship with you actually begins today. I, my friends, am going to be your agent for life. And it starts with today. So here's a small gift, a $100 coffee voucher tomorrow to have breakfast at our local cafe. And here are the names of three people that live in your street. You can ring them in the next few days and they'll tell you what days the garbage gets picked up and anything else you want to know. And by the way, I'm diarising to visit you in a years from now because I'm going to be giving you a health update on the value of your home. And I'm going to do that every year whilst you live in this suburb. My friends, that's what I mean by having the relationship start at the end. And I've got to tell you, you've got to fall in love with your customers when you're not getting anything out of them. That's what you've got to do. Because most people only fall in love with their client in their database is when they sign up the listing. No, my friends, when you win share of heart, you win share of wallet. Fall in love with your customer and ditch that listing presentation you're madly obsessed with. We live in a world now in social media where every day I'm just seeing posts of people trying to elevate their status out there in the world, trying to say, look at me, I'm bigger, I'm better, I'm smarter than my competition. No, my friends. What I'm going to say to you, in a world of marketing, you know what stands out? Value creation. People love value add. Show more, do more, give more. And I've got to say to you, in a world where people are getting pissed off with the commission breath approach of marketers, what they're dying for is for someone to go in and say, here's this stuff for you. I have this information. This is for you. And I want nothing from you. That's what I mean by adding value. Move away from being a commodity and start being a value-added provider. Show more, do more, give more, as David says. Share info, not ego. And I've got to say to you, by the way, that's what I've been doing for five years. Every Sunday night. Every Sunday night. Come in here and I'll say... Here's this topic. Today, it's Anthony Robbins. Last week, I think we did David Goggins. Sometimes we do real estate specific. Even when I felt unwell, I knew it was a must. Did you see what I just said? That wasn't a should, I should do the rant. It's a must. Even my friends, even my friends, when I was going through chemo head, that's right, the nausea, the vomiting, I would actually just get up there and fake it, my friends. And whilst we're talking about that, 
You heard the news on Monday, those that you follow me. Woohoo! The PET scans come clear. The first PET scan since 2019, April in fact, where they go in and they look at every millimetre, every millimetre of your body, every possible cell. And you know what they found, my friends? It's called NED, no evidence of disease, NED. And you know what they also said? That there is zero cancer, my friends. So you know how I feel? Everything's looked beautiful this week. It's colours everywhere. And why wouldn't it be when you've had to have gone through the process for three times in your life, three times, three times chemo, three times radiation, two of the times we had to go through and do antibody stuff, had my stem cells taken out, and I'm sitting here when I was told in 206 it was an incurable diagnosis and I'm NED. How do I feel? I feel like God has touched me. That's how I feel. Have an exit strategy. Have an exit strategy, my friends. What do I mean by that? Even if you're not remotely thinking of selling your business, you have to operate your business and act and behave in a way that it is going to be sold. Why? Because you need to start understanding that your business at some point may be someone else's business if you are running a business. And you've got to start thinking to yourself, if they took my business, what multiplier would they give me, right? If they bought this business. So you've got to act and behave in a way that your business can be taken over by another person. So here's the deal. Often I have coaching sessions with principals and what they're saying to me, Tom, we don't know what to do with our business. We want people in our business to buy parts of it, but we can't. They're basically looking for a buyer. They need a succession plan. Do you realize there's a bunch of people that are 40, 50, 55, 60. They've got businesses that are worth five, six, seven million dollars. They've got big rent rolls, but there's not buyers out there to buy them. So what they want to do is hopefully get a salesperson to come in and buy 10% of it. And then they can say, hey, they'll get 10%, they'll get 15%. Do you understand what I'm talking about, guys and girls? That's what I'm talking about, plan the escape, plan the escape, plan the escape. And if you're working somewhere now, plan the escape. And I'm saying it to you. I'm not trying to demotivate you. But what I'm saying to you is there'll be a time, it'll be 7.30 at night. You'll be doing a listing presentation. It will be your 1,500th listing presentation. And you'll be sitting there at night at someone's house and they'll say, but the other agent said that they're going to do it for half a percent less. And you're going to say, you know what? They can take the listing and you can keep your money and I can keep my time. I'm out of here. See you later, alligator. And that might be your last listing presentation. You need to understand you will have a last listing presentation at some point in your life. So what I want you to do is to plan the escape. And what does plan the escape look like? You've got to make money while you sleep. And in real estate, it makes sense. 
that you invested in property that can give you a yield, give you a rental income. If you want, put it in the share market. What you want to do is be able to make money while you sleep because if you don't, you're going to work for the rest of your life. Have an exit strategy, my friends. Plan to it. Pay attention to the little details because I'm going to let you know Things don't happen all of a sudden. They happen because a lot of the little details added up. Have you ever heard me say the term, everything good happens gradually, then suddenly? Have you ever heard me say the term, everything bad happens gradually, then suddenly? Well, my friends, let me tell you, you know the heart attack that someone gets on the 15th of February 2021? That didn't happen then. That happened with the little details. Bacon and egg roll, bacon and egg roll, bacon and egg roll. No exercise, no exercise, no exercise. Stress, stress, stress. For 10 years, bacon and egg roll, no exercise. Stress, stress, stress. Guys and girls, life happens gradually, then suddenly. Worry about the little details. It's all these little failures that add up to something bad suddenly. Things in life, good and bad, happen gradually, then suddenly. A divorce. It was this lie to your partner. It was these conversations you weren't having. And then five, six years, this little stuff, bang, a divorce on this day. And everyone says, oh, it was that day. It wasn't that day. It was all these other little days along the way. Look for leverage, my friends. It's going to change your business life. For me, I clearly remember I made the decision that I wanted to actually be the number one engaged real estate thought leader and coach in Australia and New Zealand. This was an intention of mine in 2010. And I've got to tell you, the leverage that made it happen was I had to, I had to impact a large group of people in one go where they would turn around and say, wow, that was amazing. And that opportunity came. The leverage was to speak at Eric in 2012 as the first Australian to have a 45-minute keynote at the ARIC conference. And I scored number one speaker at that conference, my friends, and that changed the game. People started opting into my content. Then I started using social media, but it was the leverage of that conference because there's no way I could have impacted three and a half thousand people in a faster way than having them in a room. So I've got to say to you that leverage is power. I think even now on this rant, there's a client I'm going to visit um, on the 25th of March, incredible operator, um, Stephen from uh, Love in uh, I think in the uh, 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 Warners Bay area, I think where it is. But I went online and I was looking at him and looking at what he does. And then I went on and I actually thought to myself, you know, I had this conversation with him um, on the phone last night when he, you know, asked me to go up and do a half day workshop for his office, which I do do half day workshops at people's offices. And I love those because people can't hide in the workshop.
They can hide at a big conference, but in a room with 10 of us, they can't hide. And that's where we get truth. And with truth, we get progress. And he just sort of, you know, said, you know, this is what I do. I've got lead generators that just create leads. Then I've got people that just list. And then I've got people that just sell. And that gave me an idea. That's leverage, my friends. That's leverage. So ask yourself, by the way, delegation is not leverage. Leverage is something that you do that has this profound impact, right? Profound impact. Was my friends, change your mindset. Change your mindset. And I've got to tell you, unlike, you know, animals and trees, do you realize that humans were the only things on the planet that can change the course and direction of our life by choosing to actually raise our standards? And as a young kid, as this young Greek kid being brought up in Belmont, I just made the decision, you know what? I'm reading this book and this book says that if you think and you visualize and you take actions that are aligned with the direction that you want your life to take, that you're actually going to drift in that direction. And where you are now is not as important as where you're heading. And I remember reading that direction over speed. Don't be impatient. Be patient, but be heading in the right direction. And I've got to say to you, my friends, wherever you are right now, celebrate the fact that you were lucky enough to be born on this planet. Celebrate the fact that chances are you're in Australia or New Zealand, the places the whole world wants to be right now because of the way we've managed COVID. Celebrate the fact that you're a human being. You're not a tree. If you're not happy, you can move. If you're not happy, you can move. You can make decisions because with better decisions, you'll take better actions and with better actions, you'll get better results. My friends, things get better by choice, not by chance. No one's going to come to the rescue. Save yourself. Spend some time thinking about it and take it from someone who has walked the path of bumpy roads, who has walked the path of lots of punches in the face, who has walked the path of living with uncertainty. The great news is that this If you get clarity, you don't need therapy. If you get super clear of something that you want and you work consistently every day towards that, that gradually you're going to get there and all of a sudden it's going to be suddenly. The little steps matter. Direction over speed. Guys and girls, share the rant. I have another high value. And that is impact. Impact as many people as you can. And you know how I'm going to do that? I've reduced my swearing. It means that you can feel more comfortable about sending it to whoever you want. Do me a favor. Share the rant. I want someone out there who right now may be uncertain with how their life's progressing to have a listen to this because I've got to tell you, if it's got to be, it's up to me.